It is Wednesday, August 25th, 2021. It is hump day. How are you doing out there? My name is Keith Thews. Good afternoon, and you are listening to SME Community Radio Podcast Channel's afternoon show, which I like to call Michiana Speak Out. A chance for you can leave us a voicemail and speak about anything that is on your mind of concern. So let's go ahead before we get started with the show and all the extra doodads. Let's go ahead and get on to the news. News Nation this hour, I'm Vic Vaughn. Another U.S. exfiltration operation has been conducted beyond the perimeter of Kabul Airport. Major General Hank Taylor. So last night uh, during the period of darkness, uh, there was an operation to be able to uh, go out and safely uh, evacuate uh, evacuees back into Kabul. From today's news conference at the Pentagon, says the exfil rescued roughly or less than 20 people. They're all now awaiting evacuation. Some 19,000 people have made it out of Afghanistan over the past 24 hours, 11,000 of them on U.S. military evacuation flights. Pentagon Press Secretary John Kirby was unable to discount reports that at least one evacuee this week was a person affiliated with ISIS. I just don't know. Uh, we're doing the best we can uh, to manifest people on these flights and get them out as fast as possible. Kirby says the U.S. Departments of Homeland Security and Immigration, along with U.S. intelligence agents, screen evacuees before they board planes. A Republican lawmaker in Washington accuses the Pentagon of spreading misinformation. Congressman Adam Kinzinger for Illinois' 16th District. We were in a classified briefing yesterday. I've seen the ones we just saw on television. What they're briefing is very different than the reality we're hearing on the ground. I'm getting inundated with people that are saying they're at the gate getting turned away. They have valid paperwork. The Taliban says it's now blocking Afghan nationals from evacuating, says they're stopping them before they get to the airport. This is not a smooth process where everybody with paperwork is getting through the airport now. A lot of, of misinformation we're hearing. The U.S. evacuation efforts set to end and all U.S. troops are set for pullout by August 31st. The John Lewis Voter Enhancement Act made it through the House chamber yesterday. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says unlike a voter rights act passed in 2007, this one didn't have anywhere near the same bipartisan support. And it was really sad because this is fundamental to our democracy, that we respect the sanctity of the vote. That was what John Lewis's life and risk of death was about. House Democrats were also able to pass President Biden's $3.5 trillion budget bill and newly sworn in New York Governor Kathy Hochul before finishing her first day in office yesterday delivered her promise of transparency. She officially acknowledged nearly 12,000 more New York State COVID-19 deaths than had been publicized by her predecessor Andrew Cuomo. Find News Nation on your cable or satellite provider and stay up to date around the clock at newsnationnow.com and the News Nation Now app. I'm Vic Vaughn. Good afternoon. Welcome back. This is Keith, your host on the afternoon podcast show we call Michiana Speak Out. Well, we are in day number two of this bad, bad heat wave. And uh, did you make it through okay? Did you not? Let us know. Like to find out, like to see comments. Um, things are pretty relaxed. I was trying to get in touch with uh, Chad Crabtree, but he was not uh, reachable today for our interview. So I decided to go ahead and do a uh, open link. Uh, first one didn't work out so well, so I posted a new link that would connect and uh, had it open until a little bit after 3 o'clock this afternoon. 
for you to chime in on anything. And uh, I think unless something comes up tomorrow, that I will go ahead and do another uh, open link for you to chat with me on anything that is on your mind, sort of like the old sound off days on WTRC. So uh, be prepared for a link to be posted um, at about 2.50. I'll have it open for 10 minutes. And uh, you can go ahead and give me a, a shout out and talk um, anything that's on your mind for about two minutes or so. And then uh, we'll move on to the next folks if there are any others available to, uh, to chat uh, free of charge. And uh, if it needs to, go ahead and download the Anchor Podcast app to make it uh, easily accessible. Well, anyway, today was just a brutal day in the afternoon. Indianapolis got the severe weather that we experienced last night. Did your power go out? I know uh, my friends did not lose any power. I was over there on the east side of Elkhart, but that storm was pretty, uh, pretty wild. It was blowing the sand clear off of the Riverview ballpark um, areas. I don't think I've seen it this pronounced before ever. Um, being a Skywarn spotter, I did report it on the uh, ham radio net that uh, Billy Marks was running and Rick Rogers and uh, let them know about it. I think that the winds around Elkhart were gusting between 30 and, and 40 for that storm, but didn't get much rain in that one, but a little bit later on, we certainly did and had a lot of neat lightning strikes that were uh, just amazing. So, yeah, let us know. Talk to us. Uh, text us. Let us know what's going on. I came back home uh, after my friend's stay late and noticed that Elkhart Community Schools has now approved mask wearing. So as of tomorrow, Elkhart Schools students teachers, staff, and visitors will have to put those masks back on indoors in all of the school facilities. So Elkhart Community Schools has now joined the list of student or schools um, that are going to masks. So South Bend was the first and recently was Penn Harris Madison. So uh, make sure that we're safe from the COVID-19 Delta and Delta Plus variants. And I thought it was rather neat. I saw on channel 22, they had a list of uh, rundowns of the amount of kids over the week that have come down, unfortunately, with COVID-19. So Elkhart Community Schools, make sure that you are masked up as of Thursday. Now let's talk about another thing, uh, issue that I just saw on Facebook today, and that is a story, I believe I shared it, of a family that had a kid that was in a trunk, found in the trunk, and when they did investigate the situation that uh, they found and smelled feces and urine odor inside the house, just a horrible, horrible story. Um, that got published and uh, we invite you to take a look at, at that. Also saw on Space News today that the um, spacecraft that took the four in there up into space in July is going to be doing an unmanned flight with some uh, NASA experiments. 
We all remember the Blue Origin flight that had the oldest and youngest people in space, as well as Jeff Bezos and Jeff Bezos's brother. Well, it's going back up into space on the New Shepard, but this time it will not have anybody on board. No paying customers, just some NASA experiments on it, as well as some other experiments. So that is going to be taken off soon. I believe I shared that post as well. Well, let's go ahead and turn things over to the forecast and the alert of the heat advisory, which is still in effect. And we uh, want to make sure that you are safe in this heat wave number two for 2021. Detailed forecast this afternoon, a 10% chance of showers and thunderstorms after 5 p.m. Partly sunny and hot, with a high near 92. Heat index values as high as 102. Southwest wind around 10 mph. Tonight a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms. Mostly cloudy, with a low around 71. Southwest wind around 5 mph becoming calm. Thursday a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms. Mainly after 8 am. Mostly sunny and hot, with a high near 90. Heat index values as high as 98. Calm wind becoming south around 5 mph. Thursday night a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms, mainly after 2 a.m. Mostly cloudy, with a low around 70. Southeast wind around 5 mph. Friday a chance of showers and thunderstorms before 8 a.m., then showers likely and possibly a thunderstorm between 8 a.m. and 2 p.m., then a chance of showers and thunderstorms after 2 p.m., partly sunny, with a high near 87. Calm wind becoming southeast around 5 mph in the morning. Chance of precipitation is 60%. All right, thank you so much for that weather update. It's very important that you listen to those instructions and check up on loved ones and even give water to the homeless and those who are in need and make sure you don't put anybody life at risk inside of a car that's shut up, especially kids and pets. We want to make sure that everybody is still alive and around and hydrated during this heat wave. Hey, you hear that music in the background that can only mean one thing, and that is we at SME Community Radio and tandem with Michiana Homegrown Talent Radio is going to be bringing you again this Labor Day weekend the Jerry Lewis Telethon Remembrance Time. It is an annual event that the SME Community Radio staff are glad to bring you on our sister station's Facebook page, Michiana Homegrown Talent Radio, every Labor Day weekend. And this is, I believe, our fourth year of doing it. So join myself, John Schaefer, as well as Sylvia Stark and Ron Varash, hopefully, in sharing some video memories and presentations from the Jerry Lewis Muscular Dystrophy Association Telethon years, which went from the 1950s or 40s all the way up until I believe it was 2010. Boy, can you remember that back, the Jerry Lewis MDA Labor Day Telethon that used to be covered on Channel 28 WSJV and locally hosted by Bill Darwin, Bobby Rivers, Dean Hubbard, 
and helped out by Tommy Lee from WTRC, as well as Mark McGill, or not Mark McGill this year, I'm sorry, it was uh, Cody and Deb in the morning, I believe it was. And let's see, who else was on there? Mark DeRocher hosted it or co-hosted it and a number of staff from WSJV over the years. Well, we're gonna be bringing those memories from the Jerry Lewis time as well as so much more. So check out the information and the videos. Labor Day weekend 2021 starting Sunday night at about nine o'clock and going till four to 4.30 Labor Day weekend. So that is a special presentation we love to do. John Schaefer had a blast. Sylvia was having a blast at it. So check that out. Anyway, we have more shows coming up. Happy and whole and him and more. Hi. I am Pastor Joel of Heart City Church. I want to tell you a true story. Simon had heard that his friend, his friend who was the kindest man he'd ever met, had been falsely accused. And knowing that he would soon be arrested and taken to a kangaroo court that would sentence him to die, Simon stood up and said, I won't allow it. I'm willing to fight for you even if it means I die. Wouldn't you think that Simon is noble and right? that to fight and die for his friend was a beautiful gesture? What would you think if I told you that this was from the devil? And if Simon followed through, it would destroy God's wise plan that would save you and I and countless other souls. I'm telling you that because Jesus told Simon Peter this when Peter didn't want Jesus to go to the cross. And my friend, if Jesus doesn't go to the cross, you and I are in big trouble. Joel, what's your point? My point is, what looks right to us, what seems good, what appears to be the wise action, often ain't. There is a worldly wisdom that seems right to a man, but it is not. That is what James is getting at in James 3, verses 13 to 18, where the apostle writes, Who is wise and understanding among you? Let them show it by their good life, by deeds done in the humility that comes from wisdom. But if you harbor bitter envy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast about it or deny the truth. Such wisdom does not come down from heaven, but is earthly, unspiritual, demonic. For where you have envy and selfish ambition, there you find disorder in every evil practice. But the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure, then peace-loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere. Peacemakers who sow in peace reap a harvest of righteousness. Now James has drawn contrast after contrast in his letter. You have rich man, poor man in chapter 1, the person of faith without works versus the person whose faith works in chapter 2. You have the perfect man with a bridal tongue and the one whose tongue sets the world on fire in chapter 3 earlier on. Now we come to a section on wisdom from heaven and wisdom from earth. In fact, wisdom that is demonic. 
and you'd think it would be easy peasy to tell the difference. But that is not the case at all. My friend, we can be completely fooled into thinking we are being rightly wise. For instance, do you think that Eve thought, as she looked at the fruit the serpent tempted her to eat, that today was a good day to be a rebel? Do you think she thought, hmm, this is cosmic treason against my creator, as she took the fruit and ate? I don't think so. I think what she was thinking was that the serpent's advice was good and right. He told her that she would be like God. And didn't God make her in his own image? Or think about King David, the man the Bible tells us had a heart after God, who one day found himself on a roof looking at Bathsheba, a beautiful married woman whose husband was off to war. And the next thing you know, David has slept with her, gotten her pregnant, which then leads him to have her husband killed so he can marry her to cover it up. Let me ask you, do you think David thought to himself, I think it is a good day to become an adulterer, a sneaky lowlife who will take another man's wife out of envy and selfishness? Not at all. I suspect David thought something like this to himself. I'm going to be a kind lover to a lonely woman. And after she got pregnant, and he covered it up by placing her husband in the line of fire so he would be killed, do you think he thought, hmm, I think it's good for me to become a cold-blooded murderer? No. He probably looked at his options and said, the wise thing, the way I can be a better king is by keeping this from leaking, by protecting my people from the scandal, oh, and especially Bathsheba, whose reputation will be ruined. David thought his actions were the wisest way to go. It actually took Nathan the prophet telling this former shepherd a story about a rich man with many sheep who stole and killed the only sheep of his neighbor to wake David up to the true story, the reality that he had been fooled into an earthly and an unspiritual wisdom. In fact, a wisdom no less demonic than the one that fooled Eve. My friends, we are all susceptible to falling for the wrong wisdom each and every day. And once we head down that path, the result will be disorder and every vile practice. So Joel, what can we do? Wonderfully, my friend, James gave us the good news right at the beginning of this letter. He said, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives generously to all without reproach. James 1.5. Did you hear that? God loves to give his wisdom. All you have to do is ask him for it. What would have happened if Eve had turned to God and asked God to give her his wisdom? What would have happened if David stopped listening to his own rooftop rationalizations and turned to God and said, God, what is the wise thing that I should do here? And what would happen to you and I if we decided to ask God for his wisdom before we went about our daily tasks? I am certain that we would be a people noted for beautiful works done in the humility of wisdom. My friend, remember who you are and who you belong to. Twenty twenty Tokyo Paralympics underway. This is breakingnewsenglish.com. The twenty twenty Tokyo Paralympic Games began on Tuesday night with the opening ceremony at Japan's National Stadium. The 12-day sporting celebration 
includes a total of 539 events in 22 para sports. The International Paralympic Committee, IPC, said a total of 161 countries and 4,500 para athletes are taking part in the Games. This includes the refugee Paralympic team. The opening ceremony took place in an empty stadium. Japan's Emperor Naruhito opened the Games. He said, I would like to join you in wishing all athletes the very best. The IPC president said, The Paralympics are not just fantastic to watch. They also have the ability to transform society like no other sports event on this planet. The Games should have taken place last year, but were postponed because of the coronavirus pandemic. The IPC president, Andrew Parsons, spoke about his happiness at the event finally happening. He said, I cannot believe we are finally here. Many people doubted this day would happen. Many thought it was impossible. But thanks to the efforts of many, the most transformative sport event on earth is about to begin. A 14-year-old Ugandan swimmer, Husna Kukundakwe, summed up her excitement about being at the Games. She said, I feel like I'm meeting movie stars. She added, since it's the Paralympics and everybody else is disabled, I feel really comfortable. This is Jack Rigg, reporting from Richmond, British Columbia. A warning from BlackBerry. A flaw in the company's software could put cars and medical equipment at risk of being hacked. The warning is in reference to the QNX real-time operating system that's been around since the 1980s and was acquired by BlackBerry in 2010. The company says that as of 2021, it's embedded in over 195 million vehicles, from BMW to Ford to Volkswagen. The flaw in question could allow an attacker to run random code or flood a server with traffic until it crashes or simply becomes overwhelmed. The U.S. Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency has said the compromise could result in, quote, a malicious actor gaining control of highly sensitive systems, increasing risk to the nation's critical functions. The FDA has said it isn't aware of any adverse events in medical equipment running the BlackBerry operating system. BlackBerry said it is urging makers of devices running QNX to immediately update to the latest version of the technology. With Fox on Tech, Brett Larson, Fox News. A lot of my friends basically went to work for the cartels right off the bat. Ed Calderon spent his career confronting Mexico's ruthless drug cartels face to face. Nightly raids on different houses and places where people were suspected of storing you know, drugs. The former paramilitary law enforcement officer was born and raised in what he calls one of the most heavily trafficked cities on the planet, Tijuana. The vehicle carrying this man, the assistant chief of Tijuana's municipal police, sits riddled with bullets. Uh, he was found probably 12 hours later uh, with his uh, ID screwed into his forehead, tortured into death, basically. You know, it scared the out of all of us. <laughs> it acquired a set of unique survival skills that has earned him the nickname, the Sneak Reaper. A bag of tricks that makes special operators nervous and maybe even a little jealous. In exactly two minutes, I'm going to start putting more restraints on you. Go the f up. One of his more signature strengths is teaching people how to avoid being kidnapped 
or how to increase your odds if you aren't as lucky. Everybody's capable of being dangerous at any time, even if they're handcuffed, even if they're bound. What makes you dangerous is your nature. In the alchemy of violence, narcos, reapers, and survival, Ed talks about facing the real Grim Reaper. We were uh, being targeted. People had eyes on us. And explains how his brushes with true violence have changed him and how he's used that alchemy to find and help others. Listen to the complete season of Alchemy of Violence on Fox News Podcast Plus. Fox News Podcast Plus is our new subscriber-based offering without commercials, includes bonus content, and exclusive shows like this one, exclusively on Apple Podcasts. Visit foxnewspodcast.com. Profile America, Wednesday, August 25th. In our slow return to a semblance of normal, we're seeing the coast-to-coast stirrings of the late summer shift back to school classrooms. But whether in classrooms or still learning at home, there are over 76 million students in the education system. That's about one out of four of the total national population aged three and over. Of the 8.7 million Americans ages 20 and 21, nearly 52% are enrolled in college. Nursery school or kindergarten enrollment is above 8.7 million. There are 32.6 million students at the elementary school level and 16.4 million for high school. Some 233,000 people seeking high school diplomas are over the age of 25. 47,000 of them are age 55 years old or older. You can find more facts about America from the U.S. Census Bureau online at census.gov. Thank you so much for joining us today on Michiana Speak Out for August 25th. I'll be back tomorrow afternoon with a new show. And please, please uh, talk to me tomorrow. I'll have an open mic, open link posted about 2.50 in the afternoon. So uh, give me a shout out. I'll have it open for 10 minutes until 3 o'clock. Ta-ta for now. Have a good one.